What's going on? What's going on, party people? Welcome, welcome to Chocolate Gumbo, the podcast. I'm here with the family, and we doing our thing that we do all the time. Y'all just chilling out, man. So I'm RJ Mitchell. What's going on? Hey, y'all. I'm Kendra. We in this building tonight. We about to bring y'all some uh, information, you know, some libations. Let's get it. Big Keith here forever. Fry hard, chocolate gumbo. We coming with y'all with the raw and the real, baby. So you know how we do it all the time, man. We here at Chocolate Gumbo. We always start off with how was our weekend? That's what we do, man. So Kendra, how was your weekend? What did you do? What did you do? Um, yeah, I had a great weekend. Um, I did many things, but Friday I went to an old school 90s concert. It was so dope. Oh my god, they had some of the great artists. I we saw Tevin Campbell. Tevin Campbell still fine, y'all, and his voice is still amazing. We had Vocal, Monica. Vocally, he's still cold. Vocally, he still sound like an older sixteen year old version of him. He was great. Oh, like I was impressed, and he looked amazing. Like for real, he was so handsome. Anywho, we had him. We had um, Monica Tamar. Monica was of course a closing act. We had Tamar. We had silk, y'all. Oh, silk, silk, silk. They silk. still got it, got it. My dudes, uh, they still got it. Um, what, what? Well, I mean, if you, if you, if you feel like loving me, she. <laughs> <laughs> if you feel like loving on Jenkins tonight, we <laughs> baby. Looking asses. Somehow I'm stuck on them, but it was also 112 and Elder Barge. And Hold on. The- one, twelve said got. I thought they, I heard they got two different groups. I don't know, but it was two of them and two dancers there. They was they was okay. <laughs> so that's just uh, a half of one twelve, huh? So yeah, <laughs> sixty three and a half. Huh? <laughs> they weren't peaches of cream. Okay. They just ain't peaches. Okay, cool. They just peaches. <laughs> it was another group. Um, uh, yeah, I forgot. But um, Silk stood out for me. It was him and Tev Campbell was two best. Acts, um, yeah, that's fine. So Monica was a headline. She closed it while she wasn't the she, best act. I mean, she was the biggest uh, main attraction on there. It was Monica was Why? the headliner. Like, I mean, Monica, more, bro. It's Monica, bro. Chill out, RJ. Yeah, I mean, she's Chill always it's amazing Monica, vocally and no, everything. I, no, but... no, no, no. Come on, man. Don't come at me like I'm hating on Monica. It I sounded was actually... a little suspicious. No. like you was real iffy, like Monica. No, no, no I wasn't. I, I wasn't. Who? Monica, do if you're watching this. I wasn't saying that. I was asking a question because she was she glossed over Monica. I did, but not on purpose. <laughs> oh, okay. I was about yeah. to say, RJ, she don't do a, Monica now. She headlined it. She say nothing about Monica's like that. Yeah, okay, you know. I mean, I mean because Monica was, ain't shy, shy, shy was there too. That was the other good. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. They were there too. Ooh, da da do da do. Come and on, they now. still got it. Come they on, still now. got it. But um, Silk was number one for me. Monica's is great. And she just me, really don't put on the oh, show. Yeah. Ooh, that was my fact. Freak me, baby. Let me look. Yes. I love that song. Okay. What Monica sing? Huh? What Monica sing? Uh, you know, she uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, when Silk sang, I passed out a little bit. So that's all I, I remember. I can't even remember her song. Like, I woke you know, up and had no draw. She wanted to be about it, but. Hey. Silk made me want to lose control. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can't you sound like you had the uh, bomb weekend, huh? Anytime you wake up with no drawers on, it was a good weekend. <laughs> my drawers in my pocket? Oh, shit. You almost made me say something. But, yeah, it was a great start. Her drawers is in the wallet. Yeah. <laughs> Where did I fold my drawers up? What did my drawers do with my credit card right here? Yeah. My ID is folded up in my drawers. Where the fuck was I at? Oh my somebody God. put put somebody painted a mustache on my ID and put it in my drawers. Put the drawers in my wallet, put my wallet in my pocket. I woke anyway, up in the truck. My weekend. I almost got sex traffic, mm. is what I'm trying to tell you. Mm. <laughs> That's a your weekend for you, boy. Uh, always entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> uh God. How well, was y'all weekend? Should we get off me? Well, you know RJ, what? How was you? your weekend, RJ? You know what? I was starting off, wasn't gonna say nothing. But oh, I'm gonna talk about my weekend because y'all made me feel good. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't gonna say nothing about my weekend, okay. but my brother Keith got some good news. I had a great call that I got excited about. I ain't had shit to do with the damn call. I was just ear hustling. But I got excited because 
I'm excited with him and, you know, whatever. Shit is happening all around us. Yeah, shit is happening all around us. So, I mean, it, the weekend started, you know, I didn't have the greatest mood uh, this weekend, but I did Beach Basin Brunch. Week, uh, event we do every week. Tavern on the Grains every Saturday, 12 to 4. Mm-hmm. Plug with uh, me and Keith. Mm-hmm. Comedy, R&B, DJ Mellow, all that good stuff. So we did Beast Bass and Brunch. Um, you know, just had a little mood or whatever. You know, worked this weekend. And then I, I did uh, chemistry uh, in yeah. High Park. Yeah, that's well, cracking, ain't it? Yeah, it's cracking. So I, I think I might do like a uh, soulful kind of Sunday thing there. On oh, top yeah. Of the them your people. Did you say we got the same okay, people? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we, I might start doing like a like a Sunday night event there, like weekly or whatever. Slide a little comedian in there every oh, night. I got again. you, man. I got you, man. That's going to be nice. <laughs> now I got a reason to go check out chemistry. Yeah. And you VIP. That part, yeah, and know. we can see if we can do a podcast. Oh, we, get that. we got that. We can do that. We got that. Hey, y'all, pay attention. Just pay attention. Chocolate gumbo. We we we, we gonna we gonna have the chocolate gumbo shirts and all that stuff. We're gonna, gonna come out. It's gonna, it's gonna yeah. go crazy. But you know, any it, we did that, and you know, the weekend, you know, it's it started off pretty smooth. But I I did like chemistry. I always love um, performing. But Keith said he seen me at brunch, and he's like, bro, he's a little off. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I I I was kind of that. I was in the funk, but I ain't gonna lie, man. Just coming today and just getting up with these guys and just coming out the weekend, coming out the funk, and just like just being around just good energy, you know, just it just, you know, you get out that thing. You gotta stay in it, you know. Just yeah. we all go through those little times, whether you know, different situations could be financial, could be just relationships or whatever. We might get in a little funk and it affects everything else we do, especially like we just on stage all the time. My energy has to I have to make sure that my energy is right because I'm 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 hosting, I'm I'm dealing with people. People are receiving you. Yeah. And when they receive your energy, they perceive your energy and your energy affects their energy. So I knew something was off because your voice was always locked in, always on point. And you you in the mode of the song, but your eyes was like like you was there, but your your mind was somewhere else. And that's got to be even more up to your talent for you to be able to sing songs on key, on point, do your ab libs, feel the music, could direct the band, engage with the crowd, but still kind of like not mentally there. Call away. Like I and I noticed that, you know what I'm saying? Because you're a showman, you perform and you you want you interested in the energy of people. And I've been there on comedy shows where stuff is on my mind and I'm not really connected to the jokes that are connecting to the people, but even though I'm giving you the same jokes, and people can tell, bro. People can tell. Yeah, I was there and I could tell the voice amazing, but the energy was a little So you wanna talk about it still or you wanna just just move on with the good blessings from the day? I was just kinda I had a okay. I'm I'm trying to be half transparent. Okay. So that's that's a start because I wasn't gonna do open anything. up open up a little is opening up a lot. People don't understand that. Yeah, so we we all learning something every every day. Y'all learning something with me as well. So I'm I'm trying to be half transparent. My mood was off. I had some things kind of interrupted during the week that I wasn't able to take care of certain things and stuff got it, it's just it was like a domino effect. Mm-hmm. And it just threw my whole kind of just going into this brunch or, and, and then I know how to do the wedding at night and just, you know, just know what I have to do. Just kind of, I just, just, I just had attitude. Just let me get through the weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, we all been there or just a lot of times with people, you know, most of us is let, let me get through the week. You know what I'm saying? Get to the weekend. But weekend is like, basically for me and Keith is like, our work time. <laughs> that's how we work. <laughs> weekend ain't no kicking. Everybody else kicking it, and that's cool. Well, we 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 could we try to squeeze a little 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 funny and you know little something is you know we got to pop up and do something to handle stuff and you know family things and stuff like that. We try to handle that, but when when you singing on stage all the time or or you telling jokes, a lot of your weekend and those times are gone. You know, leisure times are mainly our work times. Don't you agree with me, Keith, about that? And it comes into play when you 
really want to spend time with something, somebody else, do something else, and you have to work. These are my main work hours. So it's yeah, like, yeah. Dad, can I come over Friday? Well, baby, Dad got two shows Friday, four shows Saturday, two shows Sunday. So I really can't do it this weekend type shit. So, yeah, I've been there a few times. So I, <laughs> but you have to you have to muscle through it. It's muscle memory. You know what I'm saying? Every basketball player they getting paid millions of dollars a year, and a lot of them hundreds of thousand dollars per game. You feel me? When they break down by the numbers, or football players, you when you got to get out there and perform, you got to get out there and perform. Tom Brady going through a divorce right now. Still he went through him. a slump. He he went through a slump a little couple weeks, but he just had his 44th comeback, and probably his last year of football. So. I mean, you got to get out there and muscle through it, no matter what you're going through. Comedians, that's why people, when you go to shows as an audience member, you're there to respond, not as an audience member, not as yourself, but as someone who's seeing someone perform and give you their their performance. Now, you can tell when somebody half-assing, and you can also tell when somebody out there giving their all. I don't care what they're doing, tap dancing, clog dancing, piano, ballet, uh, 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 artistry, any type of artistry where people are performing for other people, you putting your heart pain happiness fears joy uh uh everything in your life that takes you to be you and you putting it before someone and you giving them a persona and you giving it to them so they can receive it and receive it how you want them to receive it and that right there is is giving beyond giving because people can be broken that's why a lot of comedians are dark comedians and strung out and do dumb shit because you're really broken and you haven't dealt with it but you're still going out here to perform you're still going out to make people happy so it'd be like that. How was your weekend, Keith? My weekend was good. Like you said, comedy. I did a big uh, shout out to having on the grains. I'm uh, <clears throat> flex moment. <laughs> I'm going to say this clearly. Shout out Tavern on the Grange. Uh, they're growing, they're evolving, uh, they're following, and they decided to do comedy about a year ago. That's how I got in. And uh, Things happened where I wanted to step in and where they wanted us to work together to do a comedy show without working with a third party uh, promoter or, or such thing like that. So uh, we were doing it once a month and it was going good. I was bringing the, the local acts, but they decided to do that once a month, once a week. And we also decided to upgrade the once a month show to a all star comedy lineup, bigger budget, bigger, better bitches, better pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously, so we had the first one. Uh, Dustin Legend, Leon Rodgers, and a thirty-year comedian, Diane Quarter, legendary Diane Quarter. These just jokes. Diane Quarter said that two of the queens of comedy, Leon Rodgers, Dustin Legend, Morning Show King. So we did it. It was off the chain. Then the next day, I did two shows at Tavern with RJ and uh, TavernOnTheGrange.com, Beat Space and Brunch, and a show at the Masonic Temple in Maywood, Illinois, which was a live band. Two song performances, a uh, um, magician, a DJ, bartender, and kitchen staff. And those are also the people I performed for. So shout out to Maywood and all the people who didn't come out to the community Christmas comedy and performance magic show with concert and live band that they paid us good for. And y'all didn't see none of it. But I God bless you. Anywho. And just to wake up this morning, man, and... um. These kids, man, uh, I took my daughter. I, shout out to anybody with kids. Uh, people that want to have kids and don't have kids, God bless you, because you you stressing out like I was about who's going to continue my seed. Like, what legacy am I going to leave on this earth? And you think like, man, I'm not complete. I ain't no brothers, no sisters, no aunties, everybody dead. So I have to think that I need to produce a seed or something dumbly 13 years ago so me and my daughter this morning my oldest daughter we went to her first female doctor's appointment oh my god interesting and oh boy females uh anybody <laughs> shout out to all the females shout out to any female who might see this podcast god bless you because monkey maintenance is the hardest monkey job in the world okay uh, I'm getting out of divorce, switching insurance. So shout out to anybody struggling, trying to find health care coverage or whatever. That is the fucking worst. Um, trying to find the right plan that covers everything, trying to find in coverage that doctors and dentists in coverage for you and your children that take the insurance, not only just in the coverage, but also take the insurance. And I've been paying out of pocket for every fucking thing back to back. I had our first female doc's appointment today. 
And I stepped out. I couldn't do it. I'm not finna deal with that. Like, fellas, I'm sorry. Girl, girl fathers, we... Because our fathers 50 years ago didn't have to deal with this shit. You can't tell me them old school Henry James fathers had to deal with none of this. Psych cyclic system. I call it the cyclic system, fellas. It's the cyclic system. Don't say <laughs> period or menstrual or, or blood or nothing. It sounds gross. But when you say cyclic, that 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 trumps all the other systems, but that cyclic system and the doctor asking questions about the first day. This is where I walked out of the doctor's office. What was the first day of the last day or last period? You know what? <laughs> I'm leaving. I got to leave now. I can't take it. Then it's it's either it's either the cyclic system or hair. I'm so tired of hair. Oh, if I see some more motherfucking hair at the beauty supply store, I'm gonna be on the motherfucking news. Okay, I can't do it. All the hairdressers, please have a girl dad rate just to where you go get the hair. You go do all this shit. Because if I got to go buy some more motherfucking bundles, ooh wee, I'm gonna just start snatching this girl hair. Gonna look like 17 goddamn different hairdos because I'm not picking through all this goddamn nigga hair. Why do black girls don't like? Why do y'all go through so much hair? Hair is a billion dollar business because. Because black people, I understand it too. I understand, but women. Hey, I'm a hairstylist, so hey, we be getting it. But yeah, I'm not knocking the business. I'm not <laughs> knocking the industry. I'm just saying, why is it so much? Because it's, it's like, wow, it's exploiting. It's exploiting, and a lot of these chemicals are coming. Not, a lot of these chemical companies are coming out. The chemicals that they put in these black girls' hair is causing a lot of the autoimmune disease. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Actually, I, I actually think that the 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 group of people who sell hair and products and things of the sort. They just come out with the various versions um, just to capitalize off of it. It's not that much of a difference. Um, Your hair looks good. Thank you. I, I don't mind how it looks. It's just frustrating as me as a father to go through it. And then you see all these, then you see all these women changing their hair all the time. Like, why do y'all change your hair all the time? You look good how you is. Uh, um, I, don't, I got about a million different hairstyles. Um, it's let's, a mood. Let's get into it's it. a mood thing for me. I'm, I'm actually, I think I'm actually about to <laughs> change my hair again very dramatically. Oh, Jesus. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> missed that one. <laughs> Honestly, though, like, I, I kind of want to go back short again. And I realized this time last year, I don't know what it is with the, the universe or the algorithm of Talk whatever. about it, though. Talk about literally it. Literally this time, not this time last year, this time 2019, it was literally December, I chopped all my hair off and colored it purple. Why? Like, what? Why did I do that? But why I was wearing my hair that. short. Why do why do you think women do that? Not why do they, but why do what's your perspective yeah, on the importance of <laughs> the, the, the big chop or weave or no weave or natural that, that current? Mean, the big chop move. means somebody somebody fucked up. That's what that means. And not, when the not big chop happened, that means that nigga somebody, cheated. <laughs> the, the good thing done somebody up. didn't exhale. No, no. I go from <laughs> short arm, big, short, curly, wig, not wig, whatever. <laughs> It's a mood, honestly, for me. It's a mood. Like, if whatever I'm feeling like, sometimes I might wake up and want to feel different. This is why I wear a lot of different wigs, and I make a lot of different wigs, because my mood changed. It really does. So, it's a mood thing. And then every um, hairstyle don't look right with every outfit. Oh, and, oh and, God, and shout out and shout out to anybody fighting with hair loss. Let's, let's not go yeah, too far. To I'm, yes. not, I'm not being facetious. I'm not talking about the alopecia sufferers or the, the, the people that's trying to get your edges back or anybody suffering from any type of baldness, whatever. Yeah. What I'm saying is if you have a full, it's a lot of women with a full head of hair. Under a full head of hair. Well, them people, that. why can't y'all so find they, the style? Because I like natural hair. I've done been in situations where I'm going to snatch this shit off. If you don't take it off, I'm going to take it off. Like, because it's, it's not irritating, but it's like, I want to get in touch with the real you and I can't. I think, you know what? I think women with hair is like men that play video games. How so? Uh, get into that because that's you know, another whole... Why do grown men play video no, no, games? Like, no, 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 no. Let me tell you, it's, they, it's, their, it's their thing. It's, it's just that thing that women do. It's like, it's that thing that y'all like. Y'all like playing in hair. Y'all like dressing up y'all like different styles like, like you said if you can get your hair done for every outfit you wear and do a photo shoot every single day women would sign up for it yeah. if y'all if y'all had the time if, if, if it was some kind of way that y'all could speed up the process of all of that and get everything done in an hour y'all would come with a different hairstyle especially black women every day with a different outfit and makeup every day yeah if it wouldn't take y'all hours and hours to do all of that stuff. True. 
see. But uh, now, women with a full head of hair, I, myself, I played in my hair so much that I, it's just I have hair, but I wouldn't really wear it unless it's short. However, but women that has natural hair is maintenance. The maintenance of it is just too too much. So it's easier for them to get some weave on it where they don't have to maintain it as often as they would have to maintain their own natural hair. It's and it'd be a whole lot of hair under the hair for real. But there's really be good. women out here looking like uh uh um George Jefferson though, because I've seen <laughs> a couple of them. And uh, what well, you did say, shout, shout, yeah, alopecia though. Yeah. I never realized there was a lot of women out there until you see like the internet uh videos and stuff yeah. like that. But this is my thing, right? And as a man, like I, I said, I said George Jefferson and you know, whatever, but I was just saying ball like that. I wasn't trying to get you no know, smoke with that. But women will come and snap on. A man for for saying that or talking that, and rightfully so. You you don't want to put out our black women, but their men are just, men. We are just as sensitive about our hair. Yeah. A lot of guys go through a big deal. I I mean I haven't lost my hair, but I know people who lost their hair, and it was moments that they didn't want to take their head off. Like I have close friends that went through that, and that's a that was probably a real. You know, we guys we toughen everything out. But I I I'm I know that that was a very dramatic situation for a lot of guys. But a lot of men look nice with bald heads, so you know women. But guys are getting they, the guys the, the guys are getting the newness, Doc. You seen them? Yeah. But see, the thing about <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna go to your point and say I don't think so. I don't think that guys are so hung up in hair. But I know that guys are getting locks put in now. That ain't your locks. Yeah, you I'm had them. That. You having them twinced in, and now you gangster or it's tape. <laughs> Or it's taped on, or like you said, a taped on hair. Yeah. Or it's like me. My hair was thinning. When I was going through my breakup, when I was leading up to the time to where I was falling out of love versus when I left versus when we got a divorce, my hair was thinning. My hair was thinning. I got a little spot up here, and it was just going and going and going and coming further, further up. And I'm brushing harder. I'm brushing hair from back here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! You thought this was gonna be? <laughs> you brushing? hair from down to my neck, <laughs> trying to get all the hair I can. Bitch, forward soldiers march, motherfucker. <laughs> so oh, I was doing Jesus. that, but as soon as that was over, it started going back in. So yes, I definitely felt like damn, I had a good run because I had a head full of hair. If you see, I got real curly hair. So when I put a do rag on, brush it, just waves all over my head, but. <sighs> Age and stress, man. Stress when you when you um my buddy was telling me about something that they sell that blocks the hormones from the hair loss. It's called pH blocker or DH DHT blocker or something, and that's the chemical that your liver produces from stress that causes your hair to go gray or causes your hair to fall out. Like it's all body chemistry, man. It's all physio physiology, but uh, uh, men in hair and um women in hair, you can't compare, bro. We can't compare, G. We cannot compare to how much women doll up. It's some vain ass dudes in this world. I can't say niggas because Armenian. It's so it's many. Scary. It's so many different breeds of men that there's so many vain men in this world. We can't compete to how women have to doll up and and dial up and and eyelash up and and eyebrow up and hair up and pin up. That's why the bonnets is so prevalent. That's why women wear bonnets in public because when they hair in their point, they'd rather hit the bonnet and keep it moving. And we think it's tacky, but men wear do-rags. We've been wearing do-rags since the 90s. Just do-rag, brush a do-rag hat or some shit like that. So a bonnet is a do-rag. Do-rag is a bonnet, but women get scrutinized for how they look, their appearance. You know what I'm saying? And men don't. That that kid, the nappy look. Hold on, the nappy look is in right now, RJ. The the hair roller nappy look is in. No, that could never work for women until the natural hair look came. I agree. I agree. But listen, I want you to peep this though. When I said about the units, though, peep this. When I said something about the units, the guy units, Kendra face like, like I. So this this is what I'm talking about. Not okay for us. That's what I'm saying. We're talking about the let's let's get to the double standard, Kings. If you want to get you a unit, if you want to do that, slap that bitch on. Stop it on. Have your chest out. You feel me? Don't do that because they do that all day. Y'all put that weave in your head. They they made us feel bad for men for years talking about, you know, they don't like no weave and all this. They made us feel bad for years since the 90s by saying we used anti-weave. 
Now the kings are getting units out, and the women are feeling disgusted. They are feeling like they, they, been they, betrayed. They've been betrayed. That's what men feel like. I want to see you bald headed, ashy, and crusty eyed. And see, that's what men like you. Women always say, "Well, I got my pajamas on, no weeds, and I no look makeup. like a, I look like the bum." Everybody want to holler, yeah, because no I weeds, see no that's oh, true. That you, is absolutely true. You look your worst, and you look cute to me. I, I'm a holler at you because if you look like you look like trash now, and I know you look like trash, but you still look cute to me. So that means I could wake up and look at you. So if I could do that, I know if you put some makeup. Hand and, and clothes on, you're gonna kill them. No weave, no makeup. That's why guys do that. They want to see you. I want to see you at your worst because if you're cute at your worst, I can dig it. I don't want to take your best and think you're cute and then you look like a booger wolf <laughs> <laughs> when we wake up. Like, oh, who is this? All right. So that's that's the thing. But why do women feel or have this attitude, you have this stank attitude about these guys. Now, I'm not I'm not getting the unit, but I know guys that got it, and I know guys that's getting it. And women, it seems like all over the internet, online, people I know, everything, women are not with it. Y'all are not with it. Y'all rather be like, nah, give me the James Jordan or whatever. But don't do that. I'm not biased to it. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Actually, you so kind of you roll your eyes. You roll your eyes. It's kind of it sounded like a clown thing to you. Look at it. That's how you look like it. Because I, honestly, y'all was probably look a little bit more natural than we can't. We really can't tell. Like when you watching the process well, in the way, it's dope, and then they better, you know better. you ain't got no hair. It's just like oh whoa oh okay. But at the same time, it, it looks. It looks nice. It do look nice though. Looking better and better. It getting better and better. You seen the kid? They, with the, the hair units, the they get better, no. better with the it. No. With the and hair. the bad thing about it is, I'm so vain about my hair that when my hair pretty, my hair look like the fake waves. I said, God damn it, you son of a bitch. Y'all made these fake waves look like my real thin ass hair. You sneaky <laughs> bastards. It looks supernatural. Keep got that unit cool. on, y'all. Man, if you don't <laughs> shut your ass, you top of the feet ass up. They literally have see, male units. See, for see, real, for he's real, not like... supposed to tell you about the top of my feet because we not even. No, nah, but you, put, not, you get personal. See, you getting personal. You getting personal. <laughs> we in your house so you can be ashy, but this nigga top of his feet, nigga, look like he just moved up to the north because I had to get away from the slave catchers. Hold on. We both had a Wesley Snipes, so. Oh, yeah. My, I'm ashy under all my clothes, so, but you'll never see it. My socks is pull up to my knees. You'll never see a piece of ash on me. If I had some pants with the hole out, with the knee out, only the knee is... The Don't only, worry about it. You should put the lotion Don't on the knee. I, I reach in through the hole. I reach in through the hole. Put the knee ash juice on there and keep it moving, bitch. A nigga better not never tell me to strip. If he robbed me, if I strip, that nigga be like, nigga, you got you got uh 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 nigga. What the fuck is wrong with your skin? Nigga try to shoot me. Pew pew, nigga, your skin is impenetrable, nigga. What's they what they used to call that uh skin disease back in the day? Like, eczema. No, 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 not that eczema. I'm talking about like Bible days. What they called it leprosy, bitch. Leprosy. Mm -hmm. I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. This nigga's stupid. Oh, Dumb, God. Man. Super stupid. <laughs> nah, Keith don't got a unit, y'all. I, I ain't gonna have y'all doing my boy like that. <laughs> if I had a unit, I wouldn't have a fucking ball spot in the bitch that I gotta brush. Said, the the unit would be perfect. <laughs> don't fuck y'all. Next topic, bitches. Nah, uh, that's enough. Hey, keep got that good hair. Come on now. <laughs> on the side. Puerto Rican. On the side. You got that you got Puerto, the, 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 the black Puerto Rican hair. That's why I keep living, bro. <laughs> keep being stressed out on Saturdays. <laughs> that shit gonna, this gonna catch up with your ass. Hey, you laughing listen. now. Hey, hey, I see the units out. Listen, they and Turkey, I'm gonna let y'all know. Turkey, they, they they do they specialize in black men hair, the men hair transplants, and it's off the chain. I'm trying to tell you, life changing. This off topic, you talking about a third world country, Kendrick? Can you pull up that off topic about mm. the, the what was that Indonesia? You said Ooh. they. Oh, yeah. This listen, see. people, the world is changing before our very eyes. Okay, yes. Kanye is tweaking. He is going on a tweak super rant. He went on, uh, what was the man name? Not Chris Jones, but whatever. Uh, the um, Show, I just the that. shock jock that just got sued from the people from the tragedy in uh, Sandy Hook. He just got sued. I think his name is Chris Jones or whatever. He went on his talking about it was good things about Hitler. He just taunting these people that's breaking his life apart because he's trying to prove a point. Donald Trump say he want to 
do cancel away with the Constitution. Okay, so listen, people, the world is changing people's perception of what this world is and how this world was was changed in the 1700s in the same Constitution. People are trying to change this world. Be careful. Watch this world yeah. happening. Okay, it's the story that Kendrick gonna read to you. Listen to this. Indonesia has banned sex outside of marriages and banned unmarried couples from living together. Those convicted will face up to a year in jail. Like what? So people are getting married for shacking. They going to jail for shacking. This is some people, shit. People right ain't no more. They just getting married. Shacking hey, and wanna, creeping. I'm like, I like you. You like me. Want to get married? Because <laughs> you gonna have to. Because we I can't. Mean, y'all can't go in your house. The government said I can't come in your house. That's what the government say. I can't. Don't I can't Indonesia. You better pick right mm -hmm. off the rip. <laughs> but hold on and see. That's what I was talking about. Me and Kendra was talking off uh, into the chat like. When when a man cheats in a marriage or a relationship, when a man cheats, for me, my perspective was I'm not cheating for sex. I'm not cheating for love. I'm not cheating for a lack of sex or lack of love. I'm cheating for stress-free releases so I can deal with the stress going on back into this relationship. That's I, crazy. I wasn't cheating because I wasn't getting enough. I was cheating because the one I was having sex with was the one I was irritated with and didn't want to look at. And she didn't want to look at me, but all of a sudden, all of a sudden sex finna fix it. No, sex not finna fix you being an asshole. And I got to take it because we locked into this agreement with God. And now you can act how you really want to act when before we was married, you weren't acting like this. But a motherfucker that's lonely across town that's waiting every other month to see me gonna, gonna receive me with open arms, cook, and ain't gonna ask no questions. Don't give me what I want. She ain't gotta deal with it every day. She ain't gotta like, deal that, with the everyday me. If you actually see, that's the thing that we gotta learn in relationships because when Talk. you bring that scenario out, you, the woman and the man who has to live together, it's all about communication. If you have a line of over communication, maybe you won't have to do that. But because you may not. And you want to go across whatever two months uh, down the street to the next chick because she ain't got to deal with you leaving your clothes on the floor. She got to clean up behind you or she got to cook or she got to do this. And all this stuff that's going on inside of the household, you just all you're going over here for is the pleasure. That's all she got to deal with. It's, it's just not fair. It's only peace because you're not with her. Then you want to leave your current situation for this one. And then it's going to come in that one, too, because now you're with her daily. You're going through those things with her often. You got to learn how to pick I'm the talking, right mate. I'm talking but from the perspective of ain't shit wrong in the house till this woman start tweaking. Like tweaking for days and days and days. And I'm supposed to give in just because I'm the man. Okay, but why honey. is she tweaking? Yes, dear. Yes, so honey. Why? Has anybody asked why? Uh, on a, on a Baby, what's wrong with you? On 100% spectrum, okay? From all the way white to all the way black. And every color in the spectrum between 75% of the time, there's nothing wrong. Y'all looking for something to be wrong. See, in, my experience, in my no, experience, no, in my experience, in my experiences, 75% of the time, nothing is really wrong. Yeah, I may be a little inconsiderate. I may be a little forgetful, but I'm working on my shit every day, all day long. It's nothing for you to act the ass about in this house. So 25% of the time, it is. It's a difference of point of view. Or I may agree to something that you didn't agree to that's going to cause dialogue, but it's not going to cause dialogue with emotion or attitude. It's going to cause dialogue for to reach a solution so we can move forward to 85-95%. But the, the more attitudes and emotion get in the, tr in, in the way of solutions, then more shit starts to happen because we ain't got to a solution for this and you tripping on this. And now you want on this and then we don't want to talk. Then you want to give me the side of tripping. Then I'm too mad to talk. It's it's too much going on when we was already at 75%, working on 85%, but now we ain't fucked in two months and you don't even talk and I'm not talking. I don't like being around you. You don't like being around me. We ain't checking on each other, ain't doing shit for each other. Well, I'm supposed to just stay here and, and commit suicide and kill everybody in this goddamn house or we get some pussy, buy some flowers and calm down. Thank you. <laughs> Chocolate gumbo, bitch. We're going to have all the ingredients. We ain't going to just be pizzas and cream and, 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 and flowers and roses. We're going to get down to some shit. All the ingredients. I'm huh? only in this to get some of my pain into somebody else's perception so you can live a better life and don't have to make my mistakes. Maybe I am looking at it wrong. I'm not bringing up no points from my experiences or no decisions I made. Like, I made the right decisions and I always made the right choices and I always did the right thing. I did a bunch of fucked up shit and I'm trying to help Others not do my shit and find solutions to some shit that I still don't have answers to. Uh. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely feel where you's coming from. I see where you coming from, but I, I think Kendra, you're answering from um, a perspective of you, and and not necessarily like somebody who's not like you. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, you, you, you probably don't have that heart. That ain't your issue. But clearly, 
he dealt with that. And, and and I know I dealt with pretty much both things. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody being an asshole and that, that's kind of tough. You know what I'm saying? Especially as I mean, I, I, I know women feel the same way, but, but a lot of men just assholes, you know what I'm saying? So women understand that too. I know you definitely understand it, but there are women that's just straight jerks, man. I hear. Straight I hear. up. Straight up. So, I mean, it ain't a, you know, I definitely like your perspective on it, Keith, man. Straight up. I mean, I can, like I said, that's why we call it chocolate gumbo, because we need we need spice just like we need something to make it sweet. We need something to make it savory like we need to something to even it out. We're going to have to, uh, we have to reach out to to, to to people through our experiences. And I think that's why I was a lot of always frustrated. <clears throat> I don't forget how we got to this damn topic. Anywho. Oh, the, the, the gumbo people, cooking. The people, that's the, how we got to But it. yeah, when, when people are cheating just because you can and everything good and you ain't cheap, you just out here doing fucking just to be fucking, then I, I think that's something wrong because when you fall in love, you fall in love for a reason. But I think I love too hard because, uh, man, I was talking about this too. How do we, this like, if you're starting over with somebody, right? You're starting over with somebody new, all your hurt, past hurt, right? And all your new hope and, and jubilation for this person that might actually make up for all the pain that you've been through, right? How do you decipher between growing pains in a new relationship instead of clear signs that you need to stop fucking with this person? Like, as y'all come to the forks in the road, how do you know that this is just a test versus this is a sign to leave this motherfucker alone? Like, we should work through this and get through this together or woo. Are yeah. you talking about dating or are you yeah, talking about a relationship? Dating, relationship? Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, period. Like, how would you know when Moving that decision? Forward, yeah. New relationships, period. If you're I in a new relationship. You got to pay attention to what's going on around you. I mean, I've been dating for the last three and a half years. It's mm -hmm. going on four years mm -hmm. and I don't take no bullshit. Like the last person I dated, it, it took me almost a month to see. Like, and and I'm just my spider senses are up. So if you in tune with yourself and you love yourself and you know yourself and you know what you will accept and won't accept, then you'll see those red flags or those things that don't click with you faster than you want. And I think the key is knowing once you know who you are, you know what you like and you know what you want, and you won't accept anything just because this person is making me feel good or he know what to say, but is he actually for you? You don't know that unless you know you. So you just got to get in tune with yourself. And as you date, that you just make the decision, decisions according to that. That's how I look at it. That's where I am. I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to ask both of y'all this. And I, I, I want to start off with you, Kendra. When it came down, seeing that you've been divorced and both of y'all have been divorced, mm -hmm. that ain't a decision that everybody has have to make That's or has had to make you know what i'm saying so with that being said like you committed your life to somebody but how was it that you knew when it's like okay do i either try harder or i get off the boat that's what i mean what made you how mm. did you th i want to ask both of y'all like how what how, was it what was it that made what you made you sure? make that sure uh that okay this it's time to get off the boat <clears throat> Um, you want me to speak on both marriages or just the last? Just one? yeah, just in, general. In, in general, you could you could take a a, a something of both of those. Yeah. kind of. So in it. general, generally speaking, I'll just say from the first marriage, it, I can't say anything wrong or bad. We just grew apart. I was too young and committed into something before I knew who I was. So I won't even say anything bad happened. We just kind of grew apart. But as far as um, and I decided because I'm not a cheater anything like that. And I didn't want to be in something where I knew I wasn't going to mm -hmm. give my all. So I, I decided to leave both marriages. And the first one was because of that. We just grew apart. Great mm -hmm. guy. Mm -hmm. um, the second marriage, he's a cool guy as well. Um, however, I chose to leave that relationship because I was losing myself. I lost myself. I, I stayed so long where I was really trying to make it work. Um, and I was too understanding and, and going through the ins and outs or the ups and downs of what we were dealing with at the time. And I completely lost myself. Or I just chose me. Um, I fought, you know, I, I tried. I feel like I took every measure and before I decided to leave and I just decided to leave because of that. He what we were, we were not on the same page. And had he wanted to work on this just as much as I wanted to work on it, we may still be have been together. But it takes two. I can't do it by myself. You know what I'm saying? So I, it was only me who was willing to, to take the necessary measures to try to get past the hurdles that we were going through. But it takes two. Both of us got to want it. So that's why I chose to leave. I didn't just give up. 
I didn't give up either. I, I fought and fought and fought until I, like you said, lost myself in the fight to where I, I really just wasn't in tune with what made me feel good anymore. And I know that's the danger zone for any human being. When you, when you can wake up, <laughs> stand up, brush your teeth and don't feel anything. When you can't find your own joy, especially for a joyful person. I mean, not so much an angry, destroying. I'm talking about a motherfucker that's always the life of the party. Somebody that can make you feel good when you don't even feel good. Uh, somebody that can laugh, sing, dance, do something goofy that motherfuckers sitting around crying and just start laughing out of nowhere. That type of person can get up and still go through the motions and still go to work 12 hours a day and still get up and do comedy shows exhausted and still do that shit seven days a week. Can get up and don't feel nothing for himself. That's the danger zone. That's why, that's why I say chocolate gumbo. We here for all of that shit because shit, it takes it takes a lot of strength to get up every day. Yeah. Like if you if if some of y'all feel like that, we know these yeah. two people right here know for sure. Yeah. So <clears throat> what it took for me to realize that it was time after all that fighting, after all that numbness, I didn't have any peace anymore. Like the more I gave up, the more the more it took to muscle through like when i gave up uh just being happy at home then i couldn't be mad at home either then i couldn't then it just kept pulling at me more more shit i just had to detach away from until i just couldn't get nothing but peace and like that i got a joke that say people ask me how did i know it's time to get a divorce when i can come home when i can go out in the world and function like people say that mask that you have on all day a smile and a, hey, how you doing? Woo, no matter how what's going on in your mind, get through traffic, all of that angry, aggressive driving and dealing with my mom and dealing with my kids and make sure I'm doing everything. When you get home, you're supposed to have a woo moment after being out in the fucked up due to pandemic of all things. When the the, the hype and the uh, 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 fear and the not the people just dying left and right of COVID. So I'm, a, I'm an essential worker working at Amazon. I got fired from my other job and comedy was really shut down. So I was working 12 hours a day at Amazon loading trucks. So I could do that for the get like like uh I don't mean to get off topic. It's a soundbite that says uh it's the two of the uh older uh activists slash black people sitting there talking. She said he said I can't be funny with you. She says you must. You have to. You you go smile at that cracker. No, no offense to them, but this is the quote. I think she, I saw that. Yeah. See, you go smile at you, you go smile at the people at your job that give you money and you fake with them. Why can't you come home and be fake with me? Because I deal with the real you. I deal with the anger. I deal with the sadness. I deal with the depression. I deal with your your ups and downs and your moods. So why can't you be phony with me too? Because I'm supposed to be real when I come home. Because I've been outside all day being phony, keeping these emotions. And when I come home, I'm coming home to the one, the one that unlocks me from every all the bullshit. You feel me? And I knew it was time to get a divorce when I could come home and couldn't get no peace. When I got to come home after me working 12 hours a day, come home, leave back out, do two shows, then come home at one o'clock in the morning. I got to sit in the driveway for an hour just to calm down enough to go back in here. That was the danger zone, buddy. <laughs> I'm sitting there smoking. Like I said, I was sitting there smoke in, in, in the driveway. I've been gone all day. It's 1245. I'm still, I got home at 1130. I'm still in the driveway smoking. Playing with my phone. Motherfuckers in the... I can see the... <laughs> I can see the motherfucking blinds moving up. Because <laughs> this is the only piece I'm going to have. Because when I go in here, why ain't you text me when you get home? Why ain't you bring me no food? You ain't checked on your daughter all day. <laughs> Nigga want to sleep in his car. I'm trying to tell you. So how did I know? That's how I knew. And I was wrong. I'm not going to say that my distance from what stressed me out vilified me of having to go home and deal with the situation that I created. I'm not saying women, y'all just stress us out and we do right. I was fucking up and picking up speed, okay? I, I was doing the shit that the woman didn't like and kept doing the shit out of spite because she wouldn't shut the fuck up. So I, you can't out-asshole me. So the more she tried to be an asshole, the more I tried to be an asshole. So I'm not ever saying that anything that I was doing was right or me... Distancing, my, distancing myself from my mate because my mate was my main source of stress. That wasn't right, but that's the only way I knew how to cope with what the fuck was going on and stay in the situation without giving up three, four, five, six years ago. So, how did I know? Because the little shit, that's why we always say, 
Deal with your shit. Relationships. I don't give a fuck if it's just starting 23rd. Deal with your shit because the more shit you hide from, the more shit that's going to get taken away. And you get to hiding from the situation and hiding from yourself and you pull this away, then you got to pull that away. Then y'all ain't talking. Then y'all ain't fucking. Then it's it's a constant pullback when it should be pushing all y'all chips in constantly and separating the big chips from the little chips, the blue chips from the red chips and putting them bitches in places and setting the time to go through them chips and see what y'all got and see what y'all going to throw away, see what you're going to deal with. Well, I don't like what you said. You know what? I didn't like it either when I said it, but I felt like this when I said it type shit. Y'all got to do that shit or y'all going to all this togetherness y'all going to have. It's going to be the other way around. All this wrapping together is going to be unraveling. Y'all better any loose ends in y'all motherfucking relationships. Say you had some shorts with some frillies on the end. Y'all better cut them frillies off and burn them motherfuckers because your pants going to be unzipping up the goddamn scene. Trying to tell you. So you just answered my question because I was going to ask you how do you fix getting to the point that you are at? And basically everything you're saying is just communication, right? You just got to talk about it. And it's life lessons. So I'm not sure. Effective <laughs> communication. Yeah. See, motherfuckers say communicate, then y'all get to arguing at each other and talking at each other and not listening. Yeah. yeah. Mature, effective communication. Take the emotion out of whatever the fuck y'all talking about and talk about it like a business meeting without being cold. Care about each other's responses and questions. Oh, yeah. It's I'm easier being... said than done. I mean, we're not saying nothing is, is perfect here yeah. for real, y'all. Like in a heated moment, <laughs> it's literally easier said than done. But at that calm moment, if it's late on that night or the next day, if you can sit back and think about because if you care about the person, it's going it's going to bother you. And sit and think about like what went wrong and maybe try to, you know, address it in a in a clear mindset when when you can, because it's not easy. And these are all life experiences that we bring into y'all like we it's it's not perfect at all. You may be 18, 21, starting your new relationship, starting your new endeavors in life or whatever the case may be and grow older. Life is going to continue a cycle of teaching you lessons, even at when you get in into your 30s, your 40s, your whatever, 50, you never stop learning. So, um. Basically, you know, we just got to learn how to deal with each other. I mean, God put us here to procreate, to be together, to, you know, have our companion and our person. We just got, we learning how to do it. Each and every day we learn how to do it. It's one day at a time. If you, you want it, you know. It looks like you want to say something, but I, I just, I don't like to stop because I, I know I'm coming to something. Yeah. No, no, you, I was just, I was just taking in, like just knowing like when you come to the road, it's, it, I was asking, I knew y'all had to do that with like, as far as y'all marriage, which is something very difficult, you know, to, to overcome or to, to process or even go through that. So, but you have to know how to do that with all situations yeah. in life. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. friendships, right. Or just even know like the career or business. time and business, right? Like, okay, Man, does it make sense? When is the right time? When is it time for me? I'm I'm pretty sure it's it it's a certain time that you took a step, Kendra. Like, well, I'm really gonna turn it up on this on my bit. I want to do this. I don't want to. I could do hair, cool, but I I love real estate. I'm pretty sure you probably been doing hair longer than real estate, right? Yeah, All right. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure like you made a choice. Like, All right, I always love hair. I always I have it, but I'm going to make this choice and do this. This is the time to do this. You know what I'm saying? It's the time for me to focus on, I want to do get properties. I want to do this. I want to have my hands in this. You know what I'm saying? You made that choice. You could have been just stuck like, all right, I do hair. That's what I'm doing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And as you know, it's a lot of women that's on that. Like yeah. they do hair today, 69 and a half. I don't want to do that. That's, and, that's right. Like. So it's like, I, I, I was like, I know at some point you had to make the decision even to do that. And like, we, we was just talking off camera and we was just talking about the job situation. It's like, I know it, it took a point that for you to be like, you know what? I'm going to go this hard. Oh, I'm about to really go hard on this comedy. Thing. I'm really going to take me serious. I'm really going to invest in this. So I, I just know like, just asking like, because just when do you know it's time to make that switch, you know, in anything? You don't know. Sometimes you could be pushed into it. <clears throat> I was pushed into it <clears throat> as far as hair at a young age. I, my my job was I was in, in accounting. I have a degree in business and marketing. And I was working in corporate for a while, but I was pushed out of that position because they outsourced the accounting department. And I was literally I don't know how I was doing it, but I was doing hair full time because I got so good at what I did <clears throat> at work that I was able to leave work as early as I needed to 
and get to to doing hair. So when they pushed, they pushed me out because I don't think I would. I don't. I would have eventually left. I didn't know when was the right time, but I was something happened that pushed me into the direction that I was supposed to go in. We're on a floating rock held by gravitational pull around a floating fireball. It's all in God's time. Yep. It's all in universal time. Yeah. It's never going to be in your time. The only time you spend is getting in the way of God's blessing. Like if you getting in the way, you just pushing your time back. But when you close your eyes and, and really <clears throat> ready to follow the path that's meant for you to follow, to follow the God presence, then that's what it is. Like mine, I was forced God took everything away from me. Well, the way things played out, everything got took away from me. The marriage, uh, $1,700 a week railroad job, after taxes, $1,700 a week. Uh, uh, the ability to get another job because my background is, is some fraud, on, not fraud on my background, but it's some things that, that I didn't put on there that uh, someone used my name and it, it was just, it's still on there. Um like uh man, this it's a bunch of things right now that's that's uh, putting me in a position that I would have to give up and and just give it all to God. And then we go from there. Because I've been doing it my way. <laughs> so long we spend so much time doing it our way and thinking this is what we're supposed to be doing, and we ain't doing S H I T. You understand me? We ain't doing nothing close to what we're supposed to be doing. But we gain in experiences. We live in life and hopefully we treating people right along the way. That's yeah. why along the way really fucking matters. No matter what you're doing, right or wrong, as long as you're doing people good and right along the way. Everybody you ain't gonna do right. Everybody ain't gonna do right by you. But as long as you're doing people right along the way, that's where uh life comes back at you full scale, full speed. Karma is is one hundred percent on point and never misses. So what you put back, you always get back. And Luckily, I've been putting out a lot of good, more than bad. You know what I mean? My car got stole in front of my house. Uh, man, and I couldn't deal with it. I, I couldn't with all the stuff that I'm paying off right now. And I'm in the process of paying things off. So my shit will be A1. I can't get no new car, though. I can't. I'm still upside down in the brand new car I just got. And the insurance ain't going to do, you know what I'm saying? They 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 say they're going to do it, but it's like, you want a stolen car on your insurance? Your insurance going to go through the roof. I got a total on my motherfucking shit. You think I'm going to get a total and a whole stolen brand new 2019? So it's like, so I had to be like, look, God, this on you. Literally is what I said. I didn't get mad. I didn't panic. I said, God, this on you. I can't do it. I can't. I cannot deal with it with all the other shit that I'm dealing with, the pressure that I'm already under and think I can't deal with it. Cause if I try to deal with it, I'm going to snap the fuck off and do something stupid and be on the news and have a mental breakdown or some dumb shit. Like I can't deal with it, guy. You're going to have to take care of this. And I give it all to you. And two days later, my car turned up unharmed. Now they smoked weed and had sex in my shit, but <laughs> after I sanitized it and got all the heroin addict nut out of my goddamn car, you dirty bastards who stole my shit. You still, you were in the path. God bless you because you enabled me to follow the path that I was supposed to be on. I was supposed to be giving it all to God and not trying to hold nothing back and take care of some myself. You got it, God, and I'm just going along for the ride. I'm going to be here to bless the people with the gift you gave me on the, on the journey that you're taking me. And you see what happened when, when I'm in true good energy spirit. Great things that just happened. I got a phone call right before we came on, and I thought it was the manager of um, a great artist that we're gonna have at Town on the Grange. I'm not gonna name drop yet because this deal, and you know, never funny things happen. But um, I was speaking to his representative, and we was having a good conversation. I'm a very, I'm a conversationalist, plus I know how to be polite and professional. And it got a kind of jokey. You was the laughter was going, and somebody from the background spoke out. And I thought it was the person that I was mentioning the joke about. And I was about to say something slick, but I was like, you know what? Be professional. And somebody said uh, something in the background. You know who you're talking to? Uh, actually, I don't. Uh, may, I, who, may I ask who I'm speaking with? And sure enough, it was the 40-year comedian that ain't that heard good things about me that's going to call and ask people about me that I've never met. And reputation goes a long way. And who he finna ask about me? Shit, I'm A1 day one. So that those God energy moments come from where two or three are gathered in my name. Like we may, may not be passing along 
man-made religion, but we are passing along chocolate gumbo, baby. Good yes. vibes and good things from people who live the life, energy. who believe in God, who are taking our joys, hurts, and pains and putting them in the pot and cooking that shit up. She chocolate, he chocolate, and I'm light skin out there, motherfucker. How <laughs> <laughs> elder boss face that? <laughs> 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 Don't be trying to make yourself yeah, light. I'm gonna put the light on that. Put the light. Yeah, that's. I'm telling y'all, Keith got 40 lights over by him. That's why All he right. looked like. <laughs> he's chocolate too. He might they be the to, lightest. They trying to put this one, black but... backdrop back. They trying to put this black ass backdrop back in to darken me up. Yeah. <laughs> what color you wearing today? Black. Oh yeah, we got his ass today. We got him right here. <laughs> now we had something. We had one more thing. Oh, we did have one more thing to talk about before. We get out and we did have to talk about you had something controversial that somebody talked about on Facebook. You remember that about the friend and all of that? Oh, oh, so yes. Hey, so I got a question for y'all. So I want to know, like, what do you guys think about dating your in your friend circle dating their ex? Like in a dating aspect, would you date the ex of one of your friends in your friend circle? Okay, let's define date and let's define the connection to the ex. Because if the ex only just dated the person and I'm trying to wear her draws out, you understand me? I ain't, bro. Sorry you didn't get past first base. You was hitting all bases. I'm finna knock this motherfucking pussy out the park. You understand me? <laughs> we grand slam home run. We walk off home run around here. But what are we talking about exactly? Like, or the person in a relationship or the person we just fucking or the few people just went on a date or two. What are we talking about? Because true love is true love. Like so, so that's the last thing you just said. So I, I like to do some some get feedback from some people. So I was in my ladies' female group and we were talking about it, and they were speaking from all aspects. It didn't matter if they were in full-blown relationships or if someone was like, Hey, you can have this ex, but not this ex. You could date this ex-husband, but not this ex. You know what I'm saying? It was just like it didn't matter. Or um, you can date somebody I was I thought that I was interested in and then I see that I'm not but the thing with that they were saying was um, bring it to my attention first or something like that to make sure I'm okay with it and then if I'm okay with it then okay and I'm like well what would the, the couple's date night look like if I end up with your ex-husband <laughs> You know, it's weird. But the thing that keeps saying, like, true love is true love. So what if this person approached you, a, a five, six group of beautiful women, and at that time, you was the one that was available in that moment, but then the actual person he's probably supposed to be with was Keisha, not Kendra. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. And it didn't work. And well, what if you was his soulmate? Like, and it came back to fruition where you guys connected, and it was a real connection. Like, what, what do you think about that? What? I don't think every situation is black and white, um, as we can see what you're throwing out the different uh, scenarios. Yeah. And just like what, what Keith was saying as, as well, because sometimes you have people, right? They could date somebody and everybody thinks different. Somebody could date somebody like, oh, I met you and we went out a couple of times and we talked, but that was pretty much it. You know what I'm saying? And some people feel like because they did that, that's off base. Yeah. So then it's like, you know what I'm saying? That's kind of whack, you know, because it's like you see, like, I seen a skit about two friends. This guy, <laughs> he went over to this girl house and his uh, homeboy was there. Oh, no. He went over his homeboy's house and his, this girl he had over was a girl he talked to. But he talked to the girl, probably went out with her like a couple of times. To the point you wasn't talking to her that much that the homeboy never even met her. He didn't even know about the girl or nothing. He, he met her on her own thinking like he didn't put it together. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't nothing like we all together. We've been a couple and all of that. Mm -hmm. But the one dude was mad about that still. And they, she's like, we never slept together. We never did anything. We went out a couple of times and that was it. You know what I'm saying? But dude was like, nah. So with that being said, everybody kind of everybody definition and everybody feelings about that is different. So you kind of going, you going to somebody asking them about what they feel. What does it matter if you if you like what you like and they like what they like? You know what I'm saying? At so this that's point. true. Like, would you would you like if if that's your homie or whatever? And y'all like you said, the way it happened with with them two people, would you just be like, forget it? I'm just take one for the ten. It's my. I'm just gonna be with her. I'm just gonna because this is who I connect with. Or you gonna be like. Hey, I can't be with you because this my homie and he don't like it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Do you take the other person 
feelings into consideration or you go off of what it's kind of like if you at that point that you got to think about somebody's feelings that means you probably already involved in something mm. because you normally kind of stay away from that like I'm not if it if that's my homeboy and oh that was his ex, I'm not going around her trying to hang out with her or something like that either something like happened or you you feel that way already or you know what I'm saying? I don't. I'm just. I'm just going off of how I feel. I'll right. go about it. All right. Uh, I've had an opinion on this for quite a while. This is a common subject that a lot of barbershops, you know, fella circles. We it's taboo for fellas because we already supposed to have one answer. But it's a it's a it's a it's a two sided answer. It's it's really male chauvinistic, and uh, it's definitely a uh, dual answer. The main answer is it shouldn't matter because somebody fucked that girl before you came along. Somebody was a man was with her before you was there. So it don't matter. But man code, you don't follow the homies. I don't give a damn if it's true love. If it's meant to be, you don't follow the homies. Okay. Now, if it's not the homie, like, okay, say it's RJ and me and RJ high school buddies. You feel me? We've been on each other through high school, college. I'm not kissing, talking, or intimately thinking about no chick that he was ever sexually with or intimately with or relationship with wise period. Cause that's my dog. We've been knowing each other 30 years. What if you ain't know? Okay. Let me, let me go. That's not my nigga for 30 years. If I don't know who he was fucking with, you know what I'm saying? If you had a chick that you was with for two years or whatever, when we was in yeah. college, I'm not finna meet her 10 years later and be like, Oh, that's a, you think I can, uh, nah, we don't follow the homies. She can, she can be a side sneaker freak. I can sneak a freak all I want to, but I'm not finna have her as my, Hey y'all this, uh, oh, RJ, you know her, but everybody else, this, uh, nah, it just, it, it don't feel good. It don't look good. And I got his ex around his new chick. You feel me? That shit just is taboo. You don't do it. Um, uh, and you definitely don't want to boo up with one of your homies chicks that he was just busting down for years. What what good is that going to do? I might as well just kiss him in the mouth. Why, do, why I got to go through her to kiss him in the mouth? Like, it's niggas that do it, though. It's guys that do it, not just black guys. Don't let me confuse me saying niggas, but with, with ethnicity. Uh, all guys do it. They're, they're Jesse's girl. Remember that song? <laughs> Jesse's girl. I want a girl just like Jesse's girl. Like, you know what I mean? So it's um it's very taboo and it depends on the person uh, some people are weird some i'm not going to i'm not going to do any defiling i was going to say something very bogus uh disclaimer i don't mean this it just came to my head but it's just like pedophiles like some people like kids some people like it's not a sickness but it's like some people are just wired different to like different shit i'm yeah. not going to see near chick with near dude matter of fact if i'm messing with a chick and it's any other kind of sex coming from if she get you done. You go ahead. You you live your vida loca. I'm good. You feel me? I don't have to chase behind you, but it's men that chase behind a woman. It's men that'll run another man off so I can stand in that spot. I can't do it, bro. Once you get a dude in your life, you dead. But, but that's me. I'm I'm old school, 1996, graduated high school, and I'm selfish too. So I, I'm gonna freak your body out, ladies. It ain't gonna be nowhere on this on your body that he gonna want to touch. I done touched it because you ain't gonna want him to touch it because you like the way I touch it. So <laughs> I, I don't want to follow behind the homies. Like I I have a few buddies. I'm not gonna say in the comedy game or out of the comedy game, but I have a few buddies that they ex. If they wasn't fucking with them, would be my perfect body type. Perfect type. She she got money. You know what I mean? She she's pretty. She she thick. You feel me? So it was like, wow, you fucked up with that one, but I can't do it. I can't even think about it. I can hopefully find somebody like that. Jesse's girl. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> real talk. <laughs> and shout out to my boy Jesse in St. Louis. I'm not talking about yours. <laughs> that Man, was I was already I hate saying to that. be named Jesse right now, boy. <laughs> no, but my boy Jesse Taylor. Jesse, no, Jesse Taylor, my 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 the godfather of St. Louis right now. I ain't I never come in him. He did he literally the king of St. Louis right now. I never come in. No, I don't even know nobody from St. Louis. So but what I'm saying is is I see how people are susceptible to Getting infatuated with damn if he messed up, I don't think I cause dudes do that. Dudes will sit there and back talk another dude to a female trying to get in closer. I can't do that because I've been every dude, except for a woman beater and a woman intimidator. Other than them two, I've been every other kind of nigga. Every all of them. Like 
Okay, I don't mess with young babies. Like, I'm going to tell y'all right now, y'all daughters are safe with me. Any girl under 21, I'm not interested in you because I like gray hair and Makuchi. So let me tell you one thing. <laughs> I like gray hair on monkey. Gray-haired monkey. You hear me? So I ain't worried about you. You ain't got to worry about no babies. Under, anybody under 28, you pretty much dead, okay? Gray-haired gray gray monkey. monkey baby. Gray-haired monkey. I need, I, I need that pussy to stretch out. I can't have it oh fresh my and new. That's a t-shirt. With the new car smell. I need, I need that gray-haired monkey. I need that monkey that been through some shit, been gave up a few times and bounced back. Need that stress monkey. <laughs> I take the stress yes. out your monkey. You understand me? But... <laughs> Stripe monkey, you hear me? But anywho, <laughs> other than any of them three, the pedophile, the 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 men that beat and intimidate women and men that like men, them the four niggas I ain't been. But every other nigga, I can't disparage when I meet a woman and we talking, and she talks about other men she done experience. I don't disparage other men in her story. Oh, he both she should have never did. You know, niggas do that. And a sit there and smile in your face. I done had so many. And they did the same shit. Bro, I done had so many females tell me, oh, yeah, comedian such and such said, you wasn't funny. He said, and I'm putting him with the bitches. Yeah, he wasn't even funny. Fuck him. He ain't say that. That's all I can say is he ain't say that. I can show you the text message when he text my sister. I'm like, damn. Niggas will sit you and tell you. Whether they mean it or not. Whether they mean it or not. They'll just do it to get the persuasion of a woman. Yeah. Instead of keeping the integrity of the homie. Y'all be working, working. Okay. Like, I think I get more respect from women by saying, man, I, I just fucked up because, nigga, I, I can't talk about him because I was on some bullshit with somebody else in another time. I can't never disparage or downplay it. I can be like, I understand. And you don't talk about a dude when he in his years. You don't, you don't remark when a man is in his dumb dog years. You don't remark because you had him too. Yeah, you're right. You don't remark. You say, you're that's real. crazy. That's under- how you feel about that. Change the subject quick, bro. But don't go into how bogus he is, bitch. When you know you was bogus too, bro. I don't do that, RJ. I can't. But yeah, uh, go, don't go behind the homies. Don't go behind the homies. Even <laughs> you can't. permission. Homies. Uh, no, you go behind the homies. No, I've ne- I have not. Um, I ran into two encounters before. Like, just one of my friends dated somebody that I was like, oh, I met this person, blah, blah, blah. She was like, oh, I used to talk to him back then, but it ain't going to work. I was like, oh, is, is it cool for me to talk to him? Like, it just was. Right. That, I and think she like, those okay, situations, not, like, that's a, little, that's a little over the top. <laughs> those situations, because the fact that you didn't even know that they was even connected could tell you the severity yeah. of that situation. Yeah. But if you know them well, they were head in hand, then, then I guess that you know that obviously is a lot more awkward and, and crazy but that's crazy man i mean chocolate gumbo that's a good question yeah. anybody that's out there everybody that, that that that's checking out the video uh please comment like subscribe dm us and 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 ask a question man what you what's your thoughts on that are you okay with it are you against it do you think it's whack do you think it's fair game you know what's up because it seemed like it's the answers are all over the place. Yeah, I mean, I think it's different Honestly. answers on different levels. That's why you cook that gumbo slow, baby. You don't rest that gumbo, <laughs> Let's talk baby. about it, y'all. Drop them questions. Gumbo Drop slow, them baby. comments. Let's see what it do. Yes. <laughs> Once again, this is Chocolate Gumbo, man. We hope you had a good time. We know we did. I'm RJ Mitchell. And I'm Kendra. Big key fry hard everywhere, all over the world. This is us. And it's Chocolate Gumbo, y'all. We're going to bring some mohi very, very soon. Check us out. We're going to be on um, Every all streaming, streaming platforms. All streaming platforms as well, yes. definitely. So uh, video and audio as well. So we holler at y'all until next time. God bless. And don't smash the homies. <laughs> See y'all later. <laughs> <laughs> Peace, y'all. Bloop, bloop, bloop.